Welcome to the Daily Grind. My name is Kelly Johnson, your fun and friendly host. We're on episode 46 of season three, the very best one yet. We have a special guest on today's podcast, so I'll keep the introduction short. We'd like to welcome the show, LaCory Meadows. LaCory is the CEO and co-founder of Invest to Give, as well as the author of a number one Amazon best-selling ebook. Welcome to the show, LaCory. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here. Yes, we're excited to have you on today's show, LaCory. Our listeners are beyond excited to learn more about your story, what you do, to just learn from your wealth of knowledge. So can you, to get the ball rolling here, can you briefly introduce yourself and what you do on your daily grind? Sure, absolutely. Um, well, again, thank you so much for the opportunity to speak with your audience. Uh, my name is Dr. LaCory Meadows. I serve as the CEO and co-founder of invest to give and my business is named that intentionally, which gets directly to my daily grind. Um, I named my business invest to give because I aspire to both build and to leave a legacy that will someday be the answer to someone's prayers. And so my daily grind is to help other people to be able to do the same. And I do that through teaching people how to both invest and trade on the stock market wonderful yes you are making waves out here in the industry again we're excited to learn from your wealth of knowledge on today's episode can you tell us about your journey you know coming from you have quite the background to becoming where where you are today Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I was very fortunate to grow up in a household that was full of love, hugs, kisses, birthday parties, and all the things. However, one of the things that we did not talk about was money, right? We didn't have conversations about investing. We didn't have a conversations about how to grow our money, real estate, any of that. Um, so I did not have a very strong foundation of finances with the exception of the fact that credit cards were a thing, right? And so I went to college, left college in deep debt, um, got four quarters, spent eight, got eight quarters, spent 20. Um, so I just did not have a good conception of, of money. Well, it wasn't until I decided that I wanted to um, acquire a new vehicle that I recognized that interest rates were a thing. <laughs> and so at that point, I really started my financial journey of beginning to understand how to best leverage my finances in order to help it work for me. And so that led into just a sequence of things, which ultimately um, I had an opportunity to engage with a very generous donor who accumulated a lot of their wealth in the stock market. And so with that, that's what led to the place that I am today. Oh, that's awesome. That's quite the background. Again, we are our audience. Uh, we have our current college students, our recent grads, our daily grinders out there that are really looking to kind of navigate what career path they want to go into. So yeah, you hit multiple spots and with the connections, what they do currently in their schoolwork in regards to hoping to learn uh, about 
how to manage their personal finances or even learning about how to invest properly or what's the best ways for different financial vehicles, things of that nature. So glad to, uh, again, throughout this interview, we're going to dive a little bit more into that area. So yes, just speaking of a stock market, that's a huge one, obviously, where a lot of a uh, lot of daily grinders invest. Why the stock market? You know, considering the many other investment types available, why is the stock market probably like an important vehicle to utilize? Yes, absolutely. So I was first uh, introduced and um, became really inspired to engage in the stock market. Going back to that donor that I talked about, the philanthropist, um, she donated $5.3 million to the organization that I led. And I was so inspired by that. And over time, I learned that she accumulated a lot of her wealth in the stock market. And so with that, I began to research and learn everything I possibly could. And in that process, I noticed that on average, the stock market appreciates anywhere between 8 to 10% every year. So that's pretty good. That's a pretty good opportunity for people to get a level of return from. Well, moving forward, thinking about um, what has happened since the recessionary period that we went through as a country, um, the stock market has pretty much been on a bullish, which means it's been on an upward trajectory over over a decade now. And so I just think that it's important that um, we all, if this is something of interest to us, take part in that actual movement as well. Um, so yeah, and just using last year alone, for example, when we look at one of the major indices, which is the S&P, the Standards and Poor's 500, it appreciated nearly 27%. So there aren't many other investment types out there that you would get that level of return in one year. Now, yes, granted, there are lots of reasons for that. Monetary policies, we're in the midst of a pandemic, so the government actually had lots of supports to hold us up. But at the end of the day, even though the, the, those things were there, that that appreciation in the market is still a real reality for a lot of investors. Yeah, really well said in regards to what the current, what our current market looks like and what we're, what has built up to be riding the roller coaster and other <laughs> things of that nature. But I guess maybe rewind to, in regards to your, your financial knowledge, uh, you met, you mentioned, you know, during college, you're trying to, you, you basically gained experience and the skill set to be where you are today, but did you, you know, have like other resources, network connections, work with other people in the industry? How'd you become so familiar with what you do? Yeah. So in college, I didn't learn it, honestly. Um, in college, I was too busy spending. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I, I didn't um, learn anything. I, I did, however, I want to give credit. I had an accounting teacher who shared with us that if you start investing now, when you're ready to retire, you'll be a millionaire. And so I, I remember that statement. I'm like, okay, that's great, but I don't know what to do. And so in that process, I went and got a, I believe it was a money market account and thought I was doing something, but at least it was a step forward. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so that, that's pretty much what I learned in college. Um, it, it wasn't until later in life is when I really started to um, take this journey of really seeking to understand everything I possibly could about money. I still have a lot of a lot of education that I still aspire to learn as well. Um, so it's a cons consistent kind of evolution for me. But your question was around kind of where did I learn this from? Mm -hmm. So um, 
after having the opportunity to engage with that multimillionaire philanthropist that I mentioned, I literally started to read every book I can get my hands on, um, took every class I could possibly go to. Um, TD Ameritrade um, is one who has excellent educational resources. So pre-pandemic, they would offer a lot of face-to-face classes. So I spent a lot of time going, traveling around the country, actually going and sitting in courses and learning things. I took classes to learn how to trade on the stock market. I hired coaches. So anything I could possibly do to educate myself, I've been there. So that helps me to then be um, even of greater value to the people who I have the pleasure to teach as well. Oh, that's that's awesome. Yeah, thanks for sharing. I like the keyword that you mentioned too, evolution. Like for us daily grounders to achieve a goal, it it doesn't it's not an overnight thing. It it takes some time to understand where you're at and what you can do to really better yourself and uh, be successful in, in your day job or your side hustle or whatever means it is in terms of your career goals. It kind of leads to my next question as well. Just as the early you know stock traders are um, our younger daily grinders out there, what are some of the common mistakes that you've you've made in your early stock trading career? Oh, that's a great question. So one of them was I got into the market too soon with my real money. So initially, when I first started trading, I was using a simulated account, um, which enabled me to practice in in practice you know my trades and so forth well i started to have some key successes there and felt like okay i'm ready i'm ready to get get going at this thing um and it was way too soon and so once i hopped in um, i made some um, novice mistakes if you will so i lost money in the process um so i think that was the, the biggest mistake that i made um was i just hopped in too soon I think another mistake I have made in the market is that, and I tell my students this all the time, is that I have hope, right? So, so what a trade is like, uh, for example, if I'm in profit and for some reason it's turning around, I'm like, oh, it's going to go back up. I see a level. I promise I see it. And then, yeah, it doesn't always work out that way. So with that, it's about making sure that I manage my trades better in order to make sure that I am indeed accomplishing the goals that I set out to accomplish. So mm-hmm. hope, although, you know, hope in most cases is a good thing. Um, and this one, I'm just like, yeah, I need to be more, you know, mindful of, of what I'm looking at. And then can you even attest too for like, um, just in general, uh, common trends or common challenges that uh, investors face in regards to stock market or what you've seen um, from some of your clients or people that you've worked with in the industry? Yeah, absolutely. So a big, I think, common mistake is to hop into the stock market without understanding technical analysis. So what I mean by that is understanding thoroughly how to analyze a stock chart and what's happening on the stock chart. So understanding things like Japanese candlesticks, support, resistance, understanding how to leverage indicators. All of those things are important to help us make sound decisions around what trades make sense to take and which ones don't. Another thing too is um, trading companies that someone has referred to us and not really doing the due diligence ourselves to make sure that that company is a sound and solid company. And so a part of what I believe is really important for a new person to learn is is understanding some fundamental analysis as well. Um, Being able to go into just basically from a stock summary and look at, okay, is this company decent, right? Are they a profitable company? 
you know, what is, what are they, what is their um, PE ratio and so forth. So just understanding some of the key basics, I think can help us to make better decisions, both for the long-term as well as the short-term. Yeah, really well said. I think just being knowledgeable and asking the right questions too, like you mentioned, taking those classes or those resources out there. Um, I can attest too, uh, during college, not too many direct classes in the, in the major, even though I was a business major, uh, didn't really connect with personal finance one-to-one, but just being, you know, interested and passionate about, you know, taking control and having that healthy financial mindset. I think that's so important. So it kind of leads my next question too. We mentioned in the intro, you are author of a Amazon, number one, Amazon bestselling ebook here. Can you tell us about your, your, your book? Yes, yes. Thank you for asking that question. So um, I decided to write a book because one, I'm extremely passionate about teaching and extremely passionate about helping people who are brand new to the market take their first or their next steps um, in this regard. And so uh, what I recognized was that, you know, while I'm teaching classes, um, you know, in different places and, you know, traveling and so forth, um, helping people understand the stock market, I cannot be everywhere. And so I thought it was helpful for me to create a resource that would then provide an opportunity for those to engage in a conversational way to learn about the market. And so hence the book was born. Um, It is called Income on Demand, the complete playbook for beginning stock traders. And within it, I outline seven keys of income on demand. So really thinking about all the way from understanding itself and the goals that we want to accomplish, as well as those money memories that we have that influence our relationship with money today, all the way up to understanding different strategies in order to help us to place sound trades. Um, so that's that's kind of what's encompassed in the book. It's an easy, quick read. But the whole goal is to help people who are brand new um, take their first step. That, that's great. Again, you mentioned even too for myself as well from a personal uh, connection, like I, I try to read books, podcasts to absorb information I need that's essential for me to, you know, meet my finance goals in general. I was going to ask too, with your ebook that falls underneath your overall brand of invest to give, um, did you have like an aha moment in, in, in writing this or? Yeah, I think that it would have been helpful for me to have my resources, right? <laughs> right? Because I think that some of the books that are out there, again, mine's, it's just, it's an ebook. So it's not anything heavy, complicated, and, you know, over cumbersome. But I think that there are a lot of books out there that are. So um, having having a kind of easy conversation with a person, not necessarily in person, but through a text, I think would have been very helpful for me. Another aha moment that I, I have had is that, yes, I recognize that I personally did not have a background in investing or trading or anything like that. But throughout my journey of being um, this entrepreneur and engaged with helping people to learn, I recognize that there's so many people like me. So it's like, you know, I feel like there's this this whole community out there that, you know, let's walk this thing together. You know, (laughs) let's learn this together because this is definitely a place that we can all do well, even though we may not have the background. We don't have to have a finance degree or a business degree or some fancy, you know, math degree to do this. No, we just need to understand some foundational things, um, keep an eye out on the economy, and we can be successful at this. 
really, really well said. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Just having that motivation, that inner drive. Uh, again, you mentioned another keyword, passion. We talk about you know doing something that you're passionate about. Uh, we preach that a lot here on the podcast. So excited to check that one off. True Daily Grinder on today's episode. So yes, just uh, speaking of, yeah, you you've navigated, overcome plenty of challenges. Let's talk about the success stories, though. Can you share a recent success story or key milestone with your business? Oh, my gosh. Yes, absolutely. So I'm like getting ready to jump out of this chair right now. Okay, so I have a student. Um, his name is Michael. Okay, so let me back up just one quick step. One of the things that makes me incredibly passionate about the stock market as a woman of color is the fact that um, when we think about the history of the financial district in New York, that was once the site of one of the largest slave markets in the United States. And so today there's a plaque that's in New York City that commemorates those men, women, and children. But what I don't think a lot of people know is that the wall, the Wall Street was actually named after, actually is was built by enslaved Africans. So that is, that's huge, that's huge. Um, so th that tells me that not only the, do the people who came before me, is that black history, but that's global history, right? Because Wall Street is a global thing. So fast forwarding um, to why, you know, that's really important to me and to educate people about that. One of my students recently, he went to Wall Street. He actually wrote a book. He was inspired by the book that I wrote. So he wrote a book and about the stock market, went to Wall Street to celebrate the completion of his book. And while there, he decided to go and stand in front of the New York Stock Exchange. He actually traded right in front of the New York Stock Exchange and made $1,700, like in less than an hour. And when I say I was overjoyed and so proud, I just like literally fell on the floor and like cried. <laughs> because I mean, just, just to know that another individual who shares my reflection, by the way, um, was able to go in a place that was once a place where um, our ancestors worked so hard right, to build this wall um, and other like shipyards and all this, these other things. But we're actually there now benefiting, you know, from that. So, yeah, so that, that was the highlight of my career, honestly. Oh, that's great. Oh. Yeah, thanks for sharing, bringing excitement and energy to our episode today. I'm just like kudos to to Michael and, and you. I, I love that personal tie too as well. Um, just the backstory, and then he actually had to go there in person too uh, mm -hmm. when making the trade. I know this episode doesn't release until April, but we're in the heart of uh, Black History Month here, so very important again tying back to the history. And we encourage all of our listeners too on the show to just learn more. Again, uh, reach out to the different resources. Just kind of be, um, you know, understanding what's going around you and not just be narrow focused in your, your regular nine to five day job or whatever. It's, it's, it's cool to see the connection. So, yes, just speaking of daily grinders, you mentioned um, a couple tips already in regards to just having that, um, that basic understanding of uh, finance and uh, trading. But do you have other simple tips that our daily grinders can incorporate uh, into their own trading strategy? Yeah, so um, I think one of the key pieces of incorporating something into, you know, their, their training strategy is one, just making sure that you have a sound understanding of your risk that you're willing to assume. 
the stock market is inherently volatile. So it's going to do what it's going to do. So it's our job to make sure we're protecting ourselves and our portfolios in the process. So that's key. Um, understand that risk management piece. Also, just continue to educate yourself. I mean, there's so many things that you can do in the market. I'm a stock and an options trader. Um, so there's when we talk about strategies and indicators and learning different options trading techniques. I mean, there is there is a gazillion things you can learn. So I think it's a matter of just continuing that thirst for knowledge and um, finding out what works for you. And when you find something that works, leverage it. You know, keep keep leveraging it. Keep leveraging it because um, the stock market is a wonderful place for us to to really, um, if, if we desire to pay pay down a debt, right? Um, take that vacation, um, accomplish that lifestyle freedom. It's enabled me to leave my job, right? So there's so many things that you can use um, that the skill for that is just you know an amazing opportunity for us all. Oh, that's great! Uh, really, really well said, Corey. Just speaking of looking ahead here, what should we be looking for from you in, uh, you know, later this year, 2022? Yeah, great question. So right now um, I'm really focused in on helping um, a community that I've been building online. It's called Stocks and Sores. Um, and it's a group of women, which I don't teach just women, but this is a group specifically I've been, been focusing on lately. Um, so I, I will continue to definitely grow that community. Um, as well as I will be on tour here very soon. I'm going to be visiting several cities across the U.S. Um, that include Atlanta, Chicago, um, let's see where else I'm going, Charlotte, and I'm um, forgetting something, but I'm going to be um, traveling around um, just bringing people together about money and about the stock market. So um, that's, that's forthcoming. Um, and then as we move into later in the year, we'll see. Maybe I have another book coming. <laughs> that's something that's like, you know, in my mind and heart. And I definitely want to do that. And then last but certainly not least, I will be um, continuing to build my, because I have a clothing line as well. It's focused around inspiring conversations about investing among families and communities. So I will be continuing to add on to that too. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, wow. We got a teaser on the show now. We're going to have to get you back on the podcast soon. Yes, <laughs> for, absolutely. For absolutely. The, for the ebook. Yeah. Excited for all the events and, and the tour coming up uh, for this year. Exciting times as always. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so just speaking about your future grind, what do you still hope to accomplish in this field going forward, LaCorey? Yeah, so I want my mission is to get as many people engaged in the stock market as humanly possible. Um, so with that, I host challenges every single month um, that helps people to take their first steps as a stock trader. Um, so I will continue to do that on uh, on this daily grind that I've got. <laughs> and then also within my, I have an inner circle, which is more of a robust training as well to get people really, really engaged in this. So that, that's what I'm working on. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. As we say on the podcast, keep up the grind. So speaking of our podcast, that's the name of our show, The Daily Grind. What does The Daily Grind mean to you? Wow. So when I hear that, it, it makes me think about being um, steadfast with what you have been designed to do, right? So for me, I'm a firm believer that when your proficiency and your your passion align, therein lies your purpose. And so being on a daily grind for, you know, accomplishing my purpose 
is is what I aspire to do. Is what I aspire to do. So yeah. So I just I just think the steadfastness of of making things happen, not only for yourself but for those um, that are around you as well. Oh, really well said. I think that's a great definition. Like taking action to reach those goals and achieve them too mm-hmm. down the road. So that's that's great to hear. So yes, in, in closing here, LaCory, we we talked about your daily schedule. You have quite the grind going on, leading the charge at Invest to Give. What's on your daily grind uh, later this year? What you said? What's on my grind later this year? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. Well, um, I will be continuing to do the tour, um, and then I will just continue to grow my classes, grow the community that I'm engaged in. Um, as I mentioned before, the book that I'm considering writing. So, that that's what's coming in the future. Awesome. Yes, we're excited for what's best yet to come, and keep on inspiring us in our daily grind. So, yes. Speaking of inspiration. Your story is very motivational here on today's episode. Do you have a word today to inspire us on our listeners out there or even a quote or a saying? Yes, absolutely. So one of the things that's important to me, especially when I'm talking to women, not saying when, I'm not, you know, leaving you out here because I think this is also applicable to you as well, but um, choose you, right? Choose you. I think that oftentimes we are, um, society tells us that, you know, we're, we should be committed to so many things, right? Um, especially as women, you know, we're not really um, told to, you know, be committed to our financial legacies, right? We, we're out here helping everybody else and everything else. But I think it's important for us to also take the time to make sure that we are sound, that we are whole, and that we're well. And well, in so many ways, outside of just, you know, our, you know, being or what have you, but well financially, too. So, choose you. I like it. Simple, straightforward, great reminder in our daily grind and what we hope to get out there each and every day. Last but not least, LaCorey, if our listeners have questions, comments, want to get in touch with you, you know, want to learn more about the tour, you know, check into the ebook. How can they do so after the podcast? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple of places you can find me. Um, you can reach out to me using my website, which is invest, the number two, give, investtogive.com. Um, also on Instagram at investtogive. You can find me on Facebook at the same place at investtogive. And um, I also have a Pinterest page too. So any of those places you can find me. Wonderful. We'll put all of LaCorey's contact info, where to find her and invest to give in the show notes as always. Thanks again for tuning in today's episode. A big thank you to Corey for being on the podcast. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Daily Grind this week. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Daily Grind Pod. Please also remember to visit our website, www.kjfwi.org, and shop our merch. Until next time, my name is Kelly Johnson. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. This episode was produced by the Kelly Johnson Foundation with music composed by Connor Christian.